If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This is Gary and Shannon, and you're listening to KFI AM640, The Gary and Shannon Show, on demand on the iHeartRadio app. This is Gary and Shannon, and you're listening to KFI AM640, The Gary and Shannon Show, on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Well, Americans want them to get their act together. It's not just us. This USA Today Suffolk University poll shows 67% said the House needs to elect a new speaker as soon as possible. Do your job. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. So tomorrow, we believe negotiations between SAG-AFTRA and the AMPTP, the studios, will resume in another effort to end this strike that began on July 14th. I know, um, I found out yesterday there's a guy that I know who moved to Montana because of the strike. He needs to work. And it's he's not an actor. He's not in the unions, not a writer. But the porn thousands and thousands of other... Um, no, 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 not at all. No. Not even a little bit. Uh, the thousands and thousands of other people who have been sidelined as a result of all of this. And I know that um, there were some some high profile names in terms of screen actors who had suggested, hey, you know, we as the big 20 million dollar a movie earners should probably be paying attention to the little guys uh, that the big a top line earners have a responsibility to keep an eye on and help care for. Those people who work craft services or wardrobe or whatever. And um, that hasn't mo- moved the needle yet, but uh, maybe this week we'll see some some potential uh, uh, movement that way. Well, SAG-AFTRA has sent out a memo to its members, its striking members, about Halloween. Saying, don't dress as characters from major sto- studio productions or post photographs of the costumes online. The memo read, let's use our collective power to send a loud and clear message that we will not promote their content without a fair contract. Now, the reason this memo went out is because, number one, they're lacking perspective over at SAG-AFTRA. To think that this is going to go over well is is crazy. Um, people are going to see this and say, oh, wow, they're... Um, they're fighting so hard for a better contractor. They're so... Um, they're struggling so much that they can't dress as Barbie this Halloween. Right. Like that's their struggle. Cause that's what it's, that's what it sounds like that this is going to be a struggle for the actors not to dress as a Marvel character or Barbie. Uh, there's a, there's a thing, there's a PR arm uh, of SAG-AFTRA that I think is missing the boat on some of this stuff. And maybe this, maybe we're saying the same thing here. I've seen actors who have been interviewed or listened uh, some of them that show up on podcasts they won't they won't say the names of movies or studios or shows because that's considered struck content um th- that to me doesn't prove that you're in the right it doesn't mean that you are on the right side of history when it comes to this labor struggle it means to me that you're petulant 
Ryan Reynolds had a great line about this. There was some backlash from Ryan Reynolds, Mandy Moore, Melissa Gilbert, and they had to clarify their rules because as Ryan Reynolds said, uh, how is this going to affect my kid? I look forward to screaming scab at my eight-year-old all night, he said. She's not in the union, but she needs to learn. <laughs> so they clarified the rules to say you, your kids can wear whatever they want. Yeah, but they still don't want you to post that content then on social media, especially if it's a, a recognizable. You Who know, cares? Let the kid be Barbie for crying out loud. Um, John Rocha. Post all you want. John Rocha is a member of the union. He hosts a film podcast and said this is a foolish decision. He says partying at Halloween dressed as the characters their fellow SAG actors brought to life while they blow off some steam should be encouraged, he wrote in all caps. That makes more sense. That, that, that anybody thought that the memo that went out, and if you haven't seen it, it's a full, uh, fully produced poster that we got uh, as members of the union, um, it, that, that someone thought, hey, we should tell people not to dress as characters for Halloween of struck content. And then... That it went from that initial thought to an actually fully produced poster that they were going to then send out to union members. Seems like they're a little, um, I guess they have nothing else to do. do we I mean, they're not busy in, at work. Did we just get invited to a company Halloween party? Yeah, we're not going. No, I know we're not going, but. I'm amazed at the number of things that we get invited to. Oh, that I happen. see. We're not going for sure because it's during our show. Well, there's that. And everybody hates us here. I don't know what we did, but what we do, we shed light on the uh, we shed light that where we, we go, light? light goes. We do not shed light. <laughs> Maybe I it's because you go, don't go to parties. Well, because they're always oh. during our show, Amy. Yeah, maybe if we don't were... even get to do the fire drill. So people never <laughs> okay, see us. Hold on. Let's not. I'm fine with not doing the fire drill. <laughs> Got to be careful what you wish for. Coming up. I, got, very... I saw this meme. I hate it when I say memes out loud because they're not as funny when you say them out loud. It's like telling someone your dream. Explaining the comic strip. Yeah. And then but Snoopy thought. The meme, was, <laughs> the meme was something to the effect of like uh, when I'm asked to join plans and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty busy when I'm not asked to join plans. Hello, officer. I'd like to report a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be invited, but I don't want to go. Yeah. You want to be invited. Just like the fire drill. But then have them cancel. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm not doing that thing. It is a true crime Monday here because we've got a lot of questions remaining. There is a woman that is missing. She's a 47-year-old tourist from China, and she was here in Southern California, and she is missing, they believe, under mysterious circumstances because... The man she was probably traveling with was found dead in September. His name is John Fitzpatrick. Uh, John, 52, former Navy SEAL, hmm. was reported missing back in July. Now, what is the relationship between these two? It's, it's at the very least complicated and somewhat unclear. So she, Fang Jin, flies into California. She flies to L.A. Uh, in the middle of July. From and, China. From China. Uh, and takes a plane, uh, sorry, a train to Palm Springs, picked up by a male subject who was supposed to show her around the Morongo Basin area. And they officials have not yet identified that person, but at the same time, 
they began seeking her as a missing person. Friends said that they last had contact with Fang Jin uh, on tel uh, via telephone back on the 22nd. And then a missing person's flyer was seen for John Fitzpatrick. Again, former Navy SEAL, missing July 30th. He was believed to be driving a blue Toyota Tacoma, California plates. He was supposed to be in that Morongo Basin area. And in response to that missing persons report for him, the Victorville Delhi Press reported a welfare check was made at his mobile home in the valley there, the Morongo Valley. Mm-hmm. And when the detectives showed up, they smelled something and it was a dead person. The odor of decomposition in the mobile home found a suitcase with some items in it, but those items belong to Fang Jin. Now, we don't know the nature of their relationship because it depends on who you ask. The High Desert Star reported in early August that the two had a business arrangement that... He, in fact, was hired to be her tour guide of the Morongo Basin area. They were supposed to go camping, but the amount of time was not disclosed. Now, I will pull the car over because there are places you need a tour guide. I had a tour guide when I was in Thailand in a national forest and there were no trails. He had a gun in his backpack and a knife to cut errant branches. Because you get lost if you don't have a guide in the forest of Thailand. I could see that. You know, it's not the forest of Thailand. The Morongo Basin. The Morongo Basin. Why would you need a tour guide in the Morongo Basin? Well, I suppose it's deserty. I mean, if you lose your bearings, you could get lost amongst the rocks. Bring a, bring a map and some water. And it's not, I don't know. I, I don't a, think that that makes sense. I don't think that holds water. Well, a different friend told the San Diego Union Tribune that they had met online about six months before that. So right at the beginning of the year. And maybe there was a little spark of romance there. It was said to be their first actual meeting in person. And at least one photograph that was released by Fang Jin's family shows them together in a truck. They now, totally look like they're in a romantic relationship. Yes, that's a happy face. That's a relaxed, happy face. Um, in, in September, John Fitzpatrick's body was found in Anza Borrego State Park. But state investigators haven't said much else. It's not clear who found the body, how long he had been dead, if they know how he died. In fact, one of uh, Fitzpatrick's friends said the body was discovered around the Harper Canyon area at a, uh, close to State Route 78, but that Fang Jin is still missing. Hmm. I wonder how long he had been dead for. Well, maybe as and long what, as two and a half months. Well, and or what are the two months? I, I mean, what, what did they glean from the body? Maybe that's why they're being quiet. Ah, that's right. I know better than to ask that question. Come on, you've never read a book? I have read a book, and I've seen all of the shows and the movies. Um, United Auto Workers Union, uh, still on strike, now five weeks. They are armed with a list of what the leader, Sean Fain, has called audacious demands, better pay and benefits. Um, this is The strike has dragged on. Analysts are saying, even some striking workers are saying, does Sean Fain actually have an endgame? Or are we just doing this uh, to no end? Because we don't know if, if they're going to be able to come to a deal. Uh, terror in the Skies takes on a new degree of terror when the terror involves, involves a pilot, doesn't it? Yes. Like, I expect 
all of us to act a fool. You know, the general pop on a, on a flight, because that's what we do these days. Somebody's always acting a fool. But when the pilot is the problem or a pilot is a problem, that's scary. We'll talk about it coming up in Tear in the Skies. Chargers lost in KC 31 to 17 last night. Um, Taylor Swift fans were upset that Jackson Mahomes was in the box within striking distance I of was Brittany in, or Taylor or any other woman. I grabbed a uh, pizza at the bar in the hotel uh, the night before the game, and I'm sitting there eating my pizza, and there there was Jackson Mahomes. And I was like, oh, boy. I, I knew it was only a matter of time till this guy inserted himself into the Taylor Swift thing because yeah. he loves attention. The last attention he got was getting arrested for assaulting a female restaurant yeah. owner. Aggravated sexual battery. He yeah. actually is supposed to be in court uh, tomorrow or Wednesday. Three counts of aggravated sexual battery. And Taylor Swift fans, listen, whatever. She's their queen. They were mad at Kansas City yeah. security for allowing this guy that close to her. They're very not, protective. Not close to Brittany Mahomes or the baby or the other children there, but they thought that Taylor needed to be protected uh -huh. more than that. Yeah. I did see Rich, uh, Engineer Rich, and he said he was so annoyed he was at the security. Apoplectic. Hey, me again? Apoplectic. Yes. Uh, of this because of the security. The oh yeah, it was security. it was intense. Well, you and I saw her security, just the plain clothes yeah. guys alone. Um, but, uh, it was, it was kind of obnoxious, like the kind of obnoxious the arrowhead suites. They're very visible and every single cat, she's jumping up, they're jumping up and I get it. You're excited. I'm excited, but it, it goes past that to now it's just attention seeking behavior. Well, and like, why does she need extra attention? She doesn't need any of it. That's because the thing I didn't get. Because she just came off a tour. Like, I'd be exhausted. Like, you would be exhausted. Anybody would be exhausted from performing for that many people that regularly for that long. Um, it would just take a, you'd think you'd want to go somewhere where nobody can see you. Like, some sort of uh, beach vacation or something for like a month. Yeah. And Put on a hat and glasses or something like that. You look exactly like Taylor Swift looks. But it's such a money-making machine. I mean, you can't get through a commercial block without seeing Travis Kelsey on your screen. Their podcast, the Brothers Podcast, is number one. Um, the the NFL's making money. The broadcast companies are making money off of the ratings. The most watched games are, are now the ones that she goes to. So, I mean, as long as people are going to make money, we're going to have to deal with we're it. We're going to have to endure. Gavin Newsom visited Israel over the weekend. He was going to go to China anyway. I'm not sure it's a direct stopover uh, in Israel, but he decided to elongate his plans and stayed in Israel for a short time. Said that he visited over the weekend to strengthen his sympathy. It did strengthen his sympathy for Israelis who have been reeling from the Hamas terrorist attacks from October 7th. He did meet with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who had to ask, I'm sorry, who are you again? Um, he met with the Israeli president, Isaac Herzog, and other top Israeli officials, including I believe, some survivors of the attacks. I believe when they say met with, it is uh, his people calling Netanyahu's people and saying, can uh, Gavin Newsom stop by for a uh, handshake? And that's pretty much all it is. Yeah. Is a handshake how to do. And then it makes it sound like he met with him, you know, like they had like meetings where Netanyahu shared uh, some sort of information. And Gavin Newsom was able to say something that was relevant at all. Uh, when he was asked about it, he was only in Israel for about 10 hours and made his way to uh, to Hong Kong. Um, they're talking climate policy. 
And when asked about it, he told reporters the worst part about it. He said that he had actually seen some of the videos of beheadings that we don't get to see very much of. I mean, you're going to have it doesn't take long to find them. But generally, our news agencies don't show that kind of thing on television. And he got to see some of the video. He said the worst part about it, the actual video, I saw heads, beheaded people, their bodies lay there dead. To see someone's eyes and mouth being poked to see if they were alive, to find out if they were alive after being shot on the ground. It connects to an understanding of the emotion of the Israelis and the atrocities that occurred and about 1,400 lives lost. It's not intellectual any longer, which I say, where have you been for the last three weeks? What do you mean it's not intellectual any longer? It lost that intellectual level and became a basic human People are evil. The weekend that Hamas attacked. When it happened. Right. Yeah, when it happened. Right. That stopped being an intellectual talk about conflict in the Middle East. Uh, he said he didn't have time to travel to Gaza, but that he was working with U.S. officials and non-government organizations to help get medical supplies to the region, which, great, Gav, thanks, appreciate that. And when asked if he spoke with this, any, any Israeli leaders about a ceasefire, he said that his trip was limited in scope. He didn't suggest... Oh, no, no, no. I would never do that. But here's what he did say. Quote. I wish I was president of the United States. Now, he said it sarcastically. It's been reported that it was sarcastic. He then clarified to the reporters. I was just joking. But he said, I could start doing all those things. Mm -hmm. I wish mm -hmm. I was president of the United States. Did you see the story of the distance stores in Europe and Africa there's this running running shoe running apparel store called distance it told customers last month that they could steal anything from the store that had a tag that says rob it to get it the one condition was they hired as their security guard that day one of France's fastest sprinters in the history of the country a guy named Meba Michael Zeze to steal an item, you have to outrun 29-year-old Meba, who once finished the 100-meter dash in under nine seconds. What was the reasoning behind this stunt? So apparently somebody had done it, like somebody had, had stolen something or was going to steal something. They took a picture with the security guard, and while the security guard was distracted, the guy took off. Mm. So they thought it would be a fun stunt to do. 74, sorry, 76 people tried this two of them got away really yeah but that's still a lot that's a lot of two running of for them. meba i mean if he's doing that's true all in one day yeah of 100 yard dashes basically that's a that's a lot well one of california's riskiest volcanoes is making some noise the long valley caldera which includes mammoth lakes area up in mono county classified in 2018 as one of the three volcanoes in our state that are considered a very high threat. Hmm. The other two would be Mount Shasta, which is not in Shasta County, and Lassen, which is in Shasta County. Um, they said it's not a list of volcanoes that are likely to erupt, or even those that are most active. It's just a combination of the potential threat and the number of people and properties that would be exposed to it. I once went on a houseboat trip to Mount Shasta or Shasta Lake. Shasta Lake, yeah. 
where we from ate, which you can't see Mount Shasta. No, you cannot. Yeah. It was uh, it was a low water year too. It wasn't very pretty, and all we brought to eat were hot dogs and like Pabst. Man, I, I. You're, I can physically feel that weekend. Yeah. I can feel. I still remember the smell in the bathrooms. <laughs> I can feel. And sleeping out on top. Yes. Probably. Sleeping yeah. out on top and the sunburn. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I need to take a step back. <laughs> yes, I absolutely 100% feel all of what you just said. Um, the Long Valley Caldera is a big, this long, big depression east of the Sierra Nevada, about 40 miles east of Yosemite, 200 miles east of San Francisco. It's formed when magma erupts or is otherwise taken out from beneath the ground. Taken out by who? I don't know. The Long Valley Caldera was formed by a super eruption about 760,000 years ago. They say it blasted 140 cubic miles of magma covering much of East Central California in the hot ash that was blown as far away as Nebraska. Remember the good old days of volcanic eruptions? No. Were you not alive? I don't think you were alive. When uh, Mount St. Helens arrived. I wasn't. It was 80, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, scientists have long scrutinized the Long Valley caldera, where there have been noticeable increases in earthquakes and ground fluctuations that began about 40 years ago. Uh, wow, 1980. Notably, there were four magnitude six earthquakes in May of 1980. Wait a minute. Mount St. Helens erupted May 1980. Wow. Why aren't they making that... Connection? connection. I mean, it is kind of far away. But still, but there's got to be a connection. There has to be a connection. I'm going to see if there's a connection. And if not, we would be Oh, my the God. First. And look at what I was just playing. <laughs> Researchers have thought the risk of a super volcanic eruption in the Long Valley Caldera in our lifetime is extremely low. I mean, if you figure the last super eruption there was 760,000 years ago... It's not like it happens every 10 years. This is a, um, a, it's a very uncommon occurrence. Just like they say, you know, the, the everyday risk of an earthquake is low. We just know that it's going to happen at some point. They said that magma underneath the area is cooling off, essentially continuing to calm down and may still be from even those earthquakes from 50 years ago, 40 years ago, I guess it is. Um, still, they said this most regent geological phenomena posed an important question. What does seismic activity, increased seismic activity, and the deformation of the ground actually mean? It Does it mean that we are about to see some sort of an eruption, not necessarily a super eruption but or super volcanic eruption, but something bigger? So the... Um, is there a, a reassuring explanation? Maybe the cooling magma has crystallized and solidified or other non-magma fluids now coming to the surface and triggering the earthquakes. That's basically what Caltech says, that this is nothing to be concerned about. It's just the natural course of the sort of the downhill side of what was the seismic activity from decades ago. Anything yet? No, I think we're just two dummies. And that there, I think it's one, it's one of those things that we would be told that that's really dumb, that there would be any connection, that it was just coincidence. Because it's so far away? I would assume so, yeah. But that's not how volcanoes work. They don't trigger each other or something. I'm sure somebody listening right now is like, yeah, you guys are dumb. 
they're clearly smacking their foreheads. Oh, yeah. Down. Oh, yeah. Um, Listen, well, well, we're not scientists, okay? We don't. This is the first time we've taken up volcanoes on the program. I've never even said Give us a I couple didn't even weeks. know what a volcano was until just now. Right, I know. <laughs> uh, there are some scientists who say that this Long Valley caldera as a volcano is dead, basically. The, the, this increased seismic activity is generated by fluid, but it's not magma. It's not like uh, it's coming closer to the surface and is going to move. They're still hot. They still move to the surface, but it is not necessarily what they believe to be uh, the precursor to a, a big eruption. There are others who say this thing is still very active. The most recent episodes of these increased earthquake activities began about 12 years ago. It was accompanied by a ground deformation in which the land started to rise. That has slowed quite a bit. And this quiet phase has resumed. But uh, listen, as much as we do know about volcanoes these days, I still think that there is a pretty significant uh, ch chance that we see, you know, a good eruption. Good's not the right word. Healthy sized yeah, eruption. Wh why would you predict that? You just no. learned what a volcano is moments ago. No, no, ago. and I, I know what they are. And now you're predicting the next eruption? Pretty much. Okay. I don't know if I told you, but I'm pretty much a volcanist. You're a savant, a volcano savant? Yes. Uh, oh, we had a talk back. Gary and Shannon, love your show, but could we please have a word of the week? Use it as often as possible and help increase your listeners' vocabulary. I love that. I tried to do that. Love your show. Love you. Thank you. I tried to do that not that long ago. I said, we're going to pick a word that we're not familiar with and we're going to use it and it's going to be like word of the day. But word of the week was good because then it'll really sink in. Yeah, but that's a lot of shoehorning a, a word in. Well, we can I don't know try we, it out and see. Well, I saw a word in this or, article. Or, that, or every Monday we pick a word and then we'll see by Friday if people remember it on what did you learn this week? This is a good word that was in that article. Moribund. Yes. Essentially dead. Moribund. Yes. But I... I don't like the end bund. I like the way it's more abund. It's, it's like an onomatopoeia. Like it sounds like it to uh, what it means. I kind of liked the ass haberdashery. <laughs> Although we made that up. And that's two words. I mean, it is. We could do a phrase of the week or something. Term of Asser the week. Asserdashery. Asser. Assdashery. Assdashery. But we can't make up things because then we're not increasing anybody's brain power. No, in fact, at that point, we're probably killing their brain cells. I think cells. that that idea is moribund. Oh, I see what you did. Moribund is moribund. our word. We have Swamp Watch to get to. What's going on in Washington, D.C.? Why is it that the House still does not have a Speaker of the House? And who is going to be the next Speaker of the House? Your guess is as good as ours. I bet I can't name three of the people. That, and we've done the story a couple times now. Already? Yeah. I can name two. Oh, I cannot. Oh, three. I can do three. Okay. Uh, I could name those three nominees, uh, but not all nine for okay. sure. You've been listening to The Gary and Shannon Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Monday through Friday and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.